Blog Talk Radio. What, what, what is love? For right now, could you please just center yourself, take two deep breaths, and let us breathe together as we join our breath with God's breath. Pulling your breath in in long breaths. For those who want a little guidance, I suggest you start when you're learning your technique for yourself. Start as though you're breathing through the soles of your feet. Pull the breath in, up your calves, up your thighs. Now your breath is going to cross over and it's going to line up your chakra, your spine, your divining rod. And as you breathe in, breathe in, I am enough. And as you pull your breath up and you pull it past your lungs, keep pulling on it, pull it up to the top of your head, which is called the crown chakra, and allow the top of your head to open and your breath to go out and merge and join with God's breath. As though it's going through a piper tubing system. And as you now exhale your divinely inspired breath and know I am love. On a mountain, in a valley, I behold only God. In hardship, I see him by my side. In ease and well-being, I behold only God. Like a candle I melted amidst the sparks of the flames, I behold only God. Rabia, the mystic, a beautiful Islamic cleric. Beautiful, beautiful quotes. Rabia, the mystic, good morning. This is Mara. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. And you are okay. On the other line is my co-host, Brian. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Mara. And good morning to all of you listeners. We are here only to be truly helpful. We are here to represent God, which is within all of us. We do not have to worry about what to say or what to do, because God will direct us. We are content to be wherever He wishes, knowing He is always with us. We will be healed as we allow ourselves to be moved by Him. Good morning, everyone. And I just want to emphasize this morning the importance of the way that we opened up this show this morning taking the time to connect with the source, taking the time to relax and let it in. And the reason that this is important is because what we all truly want in life, yes, we all want to be successful. Yes, we all want to enjoy material things. Yes, we all want to be able to go on vacation, and so on and so forth. 
But what good is it to do all of that, all of those things, and to have all of those things? If the whole time you're experiencing those things, you're not enjoying it fully, because you're not at peace. We could work all day long. We could work our asses off and be, quote, successful, but never know peace in the process. And to me, that is the life that is experienced by me. And I would say for myself that I have succeeded in nothing. And the beauty of what life is truly all about is that when you choose for peace first, Success will come easily in the wake of your experience of peace. When we look at some of the most successful people who are also happy at the same time, we will see that they are motivated. But the motivation that they have within them that is causing them to do what they are doing is not a motivation for money or success, but rather a motivation to help others. When we make it our focus and intent to connect in with Source, it will motivate us to help others. And that will be the number one priority. And then what will follow will be the money, possession, and the quote, success. But that will be able to be enjoyed because it will be a byproduct of what your real intention is, which is to help others, which is also helping yourself. You see, this world is not going to get better if you yourself are on a high, if you will, think of it in this way. If this stays down the valley, that there's chaos. And so for you to live a better life, you go on top of a mountaintop to get away from it all. And now you can live your designed, beautiful, perfect life. Well, that's not what life is all about. This world is made up of 6.5 billion people. And the way we experience this world is a hodgepodge, if you will. It's an agreement upon every person that each one is making with every person. So the way we live a better life is to live differently, but not just ourselves to help other people live differently. And this is what Mara and myself are doing here each week, is we are sharing with all of you and with ourselves and with each other the opportunity to live in this other way. But no change will ever come unless we choose for it. Actually take action in doing so to create a life in that direction. And so by each one of you being with us here today, and of course, by Mara and myself being here today, we are taking the time to work towards living a new way. And that's why it was so important for us to be here. And we'll do it throughout the show, to take the time to connect with that space within. And I know I've heard it said many times before that I don't know if I'm doing it right. I don't know if this is even helping at all. You know, i got things i got to get to. We come up with all these excuses to not take the time to go within. But I tell you that when you're learning anything, if you're learning to play tennis, if you're learning to go bowling, if you're learning to draw, when you're learning your mathematics as a kid, you don't know what you're doing at first. 
and it seems very difficult. But as you get to doing it, as you spend enough time, day after day, writing down your arithmetic, it just becomes a part of you, and now you can repeat the times table very simply. But it's a practice to get to that point, to where it's just so easy that you don't even have to think about it. Well, same thing. Let's take the time to study, if you will, that space within us. But we're not going to get there until we take the time to study that place within us. And so, no matter what your experience is, whenever we do that, don't allow your mind to deceive you and distract you and to tell you that this is a waste or you're not doing it right or this isn't for you. If you're here listening to our voice right now, then this space is the space for you right now. It might not be the space for you a year from now. Both Mara and myself are not the only ones sharing the space of God with you. And my path has taken me across many people's influences. And I've allowed myself to be influenced by many people. But I recognize that the influence that I ever got from the other people who have gotten me to this place now are just a reflection of the state I was in at that time. And not one is better than another. Each one was essential along the path. And so cherish the time that you have now. And give it its just due by taking the time, no matter how much time it takes you, to go within and make that connection. And just do the best that you can every time you attempt it. And you will get better and better and better as you go along. And then from that space, from taking that time, I guarantee you that you will begin to notice your life changing around you. I like to say it like this. Life is an inside job. And the way you experience the world is an outer reflection of your inner experience. You want to change the world around you, no matter what area we're talking about, relationships, finances, or jobs, whatever. You want to change all that? Change within first. Because if you think about it, all of your relations are influenced by the way you are in the relationship, by the way you are in the relationship. And so if you first want the relationship to change, you have to change your part of the relationship because every relationship is two. Every relationship is two. And so it takes two to tango. What dance are you dancing? Change your tune, if you will, and the dance will change around it. That is so exactly true. It really, really is. And um, it's, it's, such, it's, it's something that for some reason we as humans deprive ourselves of. We become convinced that there is not enough time. And we become convinced that there needs to be an ideal place. So when I get my prayer room, I'm going to start praying or meditating. When I get to church, I'm going to start praying or meditating. And there is no right time, no right place. And so you can just as easily, when you're caught in a traffic jam, pray and meditate and send good wishes to the people around you. You can affirm your own personal value. And today's Topic because now and again we do have topics. Well, probably every week we have topics. They're kind of divinely inspired topics. Today's is, is perhaps more than just coming out of my head. And by that I mean that I actually got an instant message from a friend. Uh, I recently took a vacation, and when I was on this vacation, uh, in Santa Fe, we didn't have the program then. Normally I would from Santa Fe, but we didn't. Uh, I think in part because I was traveling at such 
late times of uh, day and night. Um, but what happened was I had this new phone. And it's interesting because Brian and I were talking about phones before uh, the show started, and he was excited, and I still am excited with my iPhone. But I had this new phone, and this phone... <laughs> It becomes it's like, oh, my gosh, I can look at it everywhere. Uh, I don't ever have to disconnect from work. And I, in the past, I haven't disconnected much from work, but I've disconnected some. And this time, my friend noticed I had not. And so she told another friend, Bob, who used to do the program with me. And Bob sent me an instant message, and it was, it was very simple. Uh, it was, they say... And they is God. It's our guides. We all have guides, intuition inside of us. Everyone does. Some of us have what people call heightened six senses, which means that we're acutely aware of um, those feelings inside of us. We're aware of what other people are feeling and thinking at times. Not always. Sometimes we can see what's coming. Not always. We just, and maybe that's true for everyone because I have never been anyone but me. But I know with absolute certainty uh, and uh, that I feel God around me all the time if I just take the time to breathe, as Brian was describing. Just breathe. But I wonder how often I forget to do that. So here I am in Santa Fe, the place that is just so wonderful for me, and I'm getting instant messages, and I'm getting, um, what are those, uh, emails, and I'm just getting all of this stuff, and I'm periodically getting phone, ma- phone calls. Well, in the past, when I got emails, I would have to get back to a computer to know I even had gotten any, but now I have them right in my hand. You know, so if we're having breakfast, I could look. And and it buzzes. This phone buzzes to let you know you've got messages. The other day I saw a picture, just as an aside, but I want you to give a, have a sense of what I'm describing if you aren't experiencing it yourself. I saw this picture of these two little girls who looked like they were maybe in second grade, and both of them had their heads down in their telephone. Now I question how much life they are being taught that they should live, and I certainly recognize that I can't continuously be looking at that phone, but I was. And so I get this, of all things, how funny, huh, a text message from Bob, and it says, read Psalms 127. Now, I use the Good News translation of the Bible because I my Christian faith is Methodist, and so... Uh, I'm going to share Psalms 127 with you, and then I'm going to read verse 2 just alone by itself. I'll read it as part of 127 and then alone. Because when I say today's title is divinely inspired, it is from this exchange between Bob and I. If the Lord does not build the house, the work of the builders is useless. If the Lord does not protect the city, it does no good for the sentries to stand guard. It is useless to work so hard for a living, getting up early and going to bed late, for the Lord provides for those he loves while they are asleep. And verse 2, it is useless to work so hard after or for a living, it is useless Let me start that over, excuse me. It is useless to work so hard for a living, getting up early and going to bed late. For the Lord provides for those he loves. And let me interject, that is every one of us. Every one of us is loved by God. That's why so many uh, faiths say that we are God's children. Because there is not one of your children that has been a part of you, I can say as a mother, and I believe fathers feel the same, there's not one of them that you can't love and you don't love. You may not always love the behavior, but you love the child. 
For the Lord provides for those he loves while they are asleep. And today's topic, and and I had originally set it for last week's Sunday, but my father's in the hospital and has been there and is still in the hospital, but today I needed to join my spirit with all of your spirits, my breath with yours and God's breath. Take time to breathe. But the topic is workaholics, relax. God has your backs. Why are we working so hard? Hi, my name is Mara. I am a workaholic. Call in, folks. Call in and explain to us why it is that you feel compulsed to work so hard. 646-595-3584. That is the ultimate resting place with God is to believe that God is going to take care of it all. The ultimate faith and belief. We are each manifestors in our own right. That I know. That I absolutely know. Even though I don't know about your life experiences. I know you are loved. And I know you are a manifester. So you bring to yourself what you think. All thought is creative. And if you're starting out and you haven't really figured out who you are, I really encourage you to read uh, Neil Donald Walsh's book, Communion with God. You can read all the Conversation with God books if you want. They're wonderful. And maybe you need to read them one after another after another to get ready for Communion with God. But I can tell you, no matter what you call God, Allah, Yahweh, a name so valuable and so precious you never speak it, whether you bow down seven times to the east, whether you bow down before a Buddha statue, no matter what you do to get to the peace of God, And I think the best name for God is love. No matter what you do to get to that peace of knowing you are loved, it is a journey that you are on that is unique to you. All the parts are unique to you. How you choose to breathe, where you can breathe, what you can do, but there are some things that are absolute no matter what, whether you never take a step on the journey, you are loved. And the one I mentioned a moment ago, you manifest. You manifest what you choose to experience in this life. And if you choose to never step outside the chaos and know peace, then you will stay in the chaos. If you choose not to believe that you are important to God, then you will feel unimportant. If you choose to work your life away, you will still go home to God, but you will have missed the opportunity to see the creative, wonderful, manifesting reactions and creations that God will bring into your life. You will be rewarded right here, right now, if that's the word that you need to hear. Because you are enough. And God will define for you in exactly the way you define for yourself. There will be enough based upon what you sit down and say without your working yourself to death. If you believe you need a million dollars, 
then you need to set your mind to thanking God for bringing the million dollars to you. For him showing you or her showing you, for love showing you creative ways for the million dollars to be a part of your life. You need to thank God. You need to relax. And you need to start believing in the beautiful, wonderful you that is there and manifesting that you through kindness, sensitivity, and caringness to others. Be what you are, which is love. And as you live that life, you will come perhaps to have a million dollars and perhaps to redefine what a million dollars means. Everything doesn't come to us in the form we believe that we need it, but everything does come. My dear friend Brian on the other line, I've known him now for about two years, a little bit over two years, I think, and what interests me is I know he has a million-dollar life. I feel it. I felt his journey as he was moving there. And I feel his peace and joy in his new family. And he has a million-dollar life. At one point in his life, he may have wanted to have a million dollars in the bank. Now he's content because he knows he has a million-dollar life. He manifested that life into himself by taking time to take deep breaths, join his breath with God's, and then reach out and take the hand of God. Know he wasn't alone and decide that he was going to dare to be different and show love to other people. He was going to dare to be different and believe there was enough. I can remember his concerns when his roommate was um, moving out and the concern about keeping his house going. But his house is, is alive and it's full of love. I can remember concerns about his, his work, just small concerns. Brian's not a guy concerned uh, who's full of, of issues and worries, but just small mentions here and there. Plus, I feel people. I feel what people are feeling at times. And I, I felt that part of him. But it's gone because all is well. He just kept his faith in God the way some people keep their faith in their wallet. And he has a million-dollar life. And so can you. And what I would like to do uh, is we are going to have um, meditations today off and on, and I'm going to suggest that, that we're going to start that process right now. I'm going to begin it, and uh, Brian uh, will then pick up where I when I finish. Um, and because that's really... If we can give you anything, we can help you shape your thoughts to find peace. We can encourage you to laugh out loud every day, to remember that you're a manifester and where your thoughts are is where your life is going to go. And I so remember when Brian, when we first entered this huge, huge stock decline and Brian said that we are entering a depression because people's minds are depressed. And that's true. Try laughter. Remember you are a manifester. So if a thought crosses your mind, you are starting to invite that thought into your life. It is starting to take shape. And resend that thought back away. If it's not really, really what you want, reshape it. Say, no, 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 that's not the life for me. 
the life for me is this, happiness, contentment, satisfaction, security. I don't need to have 5,500 square feet of space to have security. What I need is space for my children and my spouse and myself to live, food, shelter, and time for us to come together and hold each other and love each other and be a part of each other's lives. I need a million-dollar life, but I don't necessarily need a million dollars. And if it's I meant to have a million dollars, then let me live my life with that million dollars as though I lived in a house with 900 square feet, as though I allowed time for my children and my spouse. Let me live my life making time for mankind instead of focusing on money. And then, my friends, know that you are loved. Know that you are a manifester. Try laughter and then go ahead and do what you truly love, what makes you joyful. Because God has your back. I'm going to play right now. Uh, We're going to do Daniel Kobayaka today, and we're going to start with um, Watercolor Interlude. Earlier we listened to Meditation, Find Yourself for the beginning of the program, and then in the beginning when we did our sayings, we listened to Anata's Heaven. But now we're going to do Daniel Kobayaka Watercolor Interlude, and then we will move into... Daniel Kobayaka Pathless Journey and possibly Daniel Kobayaka Gazing on the Interlunar Sea. Right now, watercolor interlude. And if you could just please find a comfortable spot anywhere. And Nikki, if you're with me, just clear your mind. Right now, put aside all your concerns about the things that you can't fix. Just clear your mind and come sit by Momo. Let each of us begin to breathe in and out. You want long breaths because you want to line up your spine. And as you pull your breath in at your own pace, pulling it up, you're going to free yourself from your fears that you carry in your base or root chakra. And the breath is going to cleanse and you feel those fears going into the ground as you move forward with your breath. I kind of reverse the order. Some people breathe down. I breathe up. You'll come next to your solar plexus and cleanse that. That's the zone of creativity, and you need that creativity to develop your plan of manifestation, of being who you are. Remember, you don't know who you are not until you encounter that person. And you can change any second, any time. Bring your breath next up to your stomach, your solar plexus. Oh, the zone of healing. Right now, after being in a hospital for a week, I need to heal. Let the beautiful yellow energy permeate your body. Feel it moving through your limbs. As you continue with your breath, Move up to your heart, the zone of love, and open it up. Today, we're going to focus only on loving you. Feel that beautiful green, green color, and let it permeate your body. 
go through your body as you heal and love yourself. When you come to your throat chakra, forgive yourself the words that you have spoken to others that are not loving. Release those words into the universe. And remember, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. Allow only good words to enter your mind now, good words about you and your value to all. Pulling your breath up to the third eye, between your eyebrows and your forehead, That is the zone of manifestation. Imagine your life full of love. Imagine your life with time where you don't work all the time. It is your life, not your employer's life. And now... Open your crown chakra and let your breath go out and reach out to your dominant hand and take the hand of God. Hold hands with God. Blow out your breath and know you are enough. Breathe again, pulling in your breath. And reach out your, when you reach the crown chakra, reach out your hand and take the hand of God. Continuing to breathe in. Sit here for a moment in your last breath and just feel the glory of being surrounded with love for yourself, God on either side of you supporting your decisions, and no thought of working for the man. the peace of this moment and this peace is yours for the asking it's always there three deep breaths away the electric charge of God holding your hands as that charge moves around the circle moves around the circle of God human God human God human God is all of us are defining him Allah God Yahweh as we are looking for the jewel of peace in our lives Feel the stress of the world move away from your shoulders as you sit here supported by God. <sighs> 
by love. Breathing in with your nose, I am loved. And breathing out, I am safe. Let us really, really understand these words that Mara just spoke. I am safe. For each, for within each one of us, we feel and we feel that everyone else is out to get us and that's why there is the mentality that there is not enough it's only because if you think of it in this way let us say for instance that God made so much stuff and that we instead of recognizing that God made the stuff in the first place and therefore can make more of it we turned our attention to the stuff that was made and giving that our focus and attention and no longer looking to the source that gave it we are now fighting the things that have been created and we're not and we're no longer allowing new things to be created therefore we are all fighting over what has already been created but if you turn your gaze and attention to the source in which the stuff came from you will open yourself up to receive more and from that space, you will, you will recognize that there is indeed enough. And that God can never run out. And from that space, peace can only be recognized and experienced. Because the, the experience of not peace, if you will, is the experience of basically cutting yourself off from the recognition and experience of infinity, of knowing that there is plenty and even more than that. Because you can't put into words, you can't really fathom in your mind infinity. You could spend your whole lifetime, every second, thinking about infinity and how long it goes but you'll never reach the end and so it would be a waste of time to try to think of infinity to try to describe infinity to try to really truly if you will logically understand infinity infinity truly ongoing experience. Abundance is an ongoing experience. Peace is an ongoing experience. And taking the time to join with these experiences which are really all the same thing. They all come from the same place. You will begin to build a foundation 
rooted and grounded in this space. As I said earlier, you can go out and you can be very successful, quote, successful in your life. Experience many things and have many things. And at the end of your life, you could lay down and say to yourself, I feel like there was something missing in all of my life. Something that I never really did accomplish. And that space, that experience, would be the missed accomplishment of joining of who you really are. A space of peace space of God within. I want to share with, with you now a few images to help you understand more clearly what is taking place within us. If you are all familiar with a hologram, and if you're not, then for this analogy, you could think of a vase. And in a hologram, if you were to break the hologram up into many pieces, and again, you could think of a vase breaking it up into many pieces. And you take one piece of this hologram, Contained within the hologram is the very same image contained within this piece of the hologram is contained the very same image of the entire hologram. But looking at it in this way, you could say that each piece is contained within it the whole embodiment of the hologram as a whole. This is true for you as well. Contained within you is this thing called God. Whole, perfect, and complete. But we are so focused on this little part of the hologram that we have declared is our own part, separate from all the other parts, that we are thinking that it is not all connected, that it is not all whole, and therefore there is not enough. But the way out is to go within the very center your own little piece of the hologram and through the center you will find release from the fragments and you will join back once again with the whole and the way you will see and experience your life will be one whole and complete hologram no longer fragmented no longer separated. And from that space, you will be able to see other people, experience other people within this whole hologram of one, but believing themselves separate as a fragmented piece. So the next image I want to share with you is a puzzle. If we think of a large puzzle in many pieces, and we look at this puzzle fully put together with all the pieces connecting 
to make up a picture. That is the way God is, if you will. That is the way life is. It's all one big puzzle, making a beautiful picture. And each one of us makes up a piece of that puzzle to complete the whole picture. But like in the puzzle, there are lines separating each piece. But we are so focused on the lines of separation that we are not recognizing that we are actually touching one another, influencing one another, joined and connected with one another to make up the entire beauty of this puzzle. So as we go within once again, to the center, to the core of ourselves, we are joining with the center, the core of God. And as in the analogy of the vase or the hologram, We are are contained within God at all times. We are just seeing God or love in a fragmented, separated way. And therefore, we're only allowing ourselves to experience a part of eternity. A part of infinity. A part of love, but we are never apart from love. It is within us and all around us, whether we recognize it or not. And so now I finally want to share with you this image of a fish in the middle of the vast ocean swimming around, breathing in the water that sustains life, being made up of mostly water, breathing it in, swimming within it. And this fish, fully immersed and filled with water, wondering to itself, I have heard of this thing called water, and I look for it. And it could go on a long journey throughout the ocean, looking for this mysterious thing called water, while all the time fully immersed and submersed within it. Being where it is, no matter where it goes, at all times. In this same way, as Mara was saying earlier, the only time that is appropriate to meditate or to pray or to worship is the time you find yourself thinking about it right then and there. There's no particular place to go no particular place to be and no particular place, no particular way to do it because you're always in the right place and it is always the right time and there will never be a better time than right now or the time that you think of it and what it comes down to to take the time to consciously connect and join with it. Giving into it. Recognizing that you can never really truly be without it. So to open yourself up to the recognition and full experience of it 
is what your freedom is all about. So join me right now in fully and completely opening yourself up to this space. Breathe it in. Drink it in. Let it infill you. Soak it up. And know that it is available to you at all times. Close your eyes and relax. Breathing slowly, deeply, and naturally. Giving your full intention and attention to letting go of your thoughts. Letting go of any strains or stresses that you feel within your body. Taking your attention inward and feeling the energy within. Notice that there are any tight places of tension within you. To release them and let them go with your breath. Breathing in and breathing out the stress. Breathing in the peace and the love and releasing the worry and anxiety. Switching your attention from chaos to peace, from fear to love. Joining back with and connecting once again with the truth of who you really are and the truth of what life really Let go into this space now and know truly that all is well. All is well. All Project Divinity floating, all is well, my friends. Thank you so much for joining us today. And let's go back to Psalms 127, verse 2. It is useless to work so hard for a living, getting up early and going to bed late, for love provides for those he loves, which is everyone, while they are asleep. Yogananda back in the 1950s stated, Great teachers will never counsel you to be neglectful. They will teach you to be balanced. You have to work, no doubt, to feed and clothe the body. But if you allow one duty to contradict another, it is not a true duty. Take care of yourselves and remember you are connected to God, my friends. Peace be with you today and always. Peace is with you today and always. Hold on to the hand of God as you go about manifesting your life. Namaste, Brian. Thank you, everyone. And allow yourself to be at peace more often by connecting with God throughout your day. And know that you are okay. Until next week. Namaste. 
of you is uniquely created and divinely inspired. Listen to the inspiration. Namaste. Thank you, Brian, and have a lovely week. Thank you, Mara, and you as well. And my prayers are with you and your family in this time. Thank you. Thank you. I can feel them, and that means a lot.